Let's get to Kerry Ann Walsh now for our Canberra correspondent to catch up on what is happening across the Tasman. Good morning, <laughs> Kerry Ann. G'day, Corin. Uh, your parliamentary year coming to a wrap might finish before ours because we've we've obviously got a bit of bit of work to do to catch up after a bit uh, of a delay, but uh, not going that well for Labor yeah. over there. No, uh, the end of a pretty, a very fiery week actually. Uh, the government had a lot on its plate: uh, legislation to re-detain. Uh, we've talked about this a few times, the High Court decision that released immigration detainees that have been languishing in um, centres for indefinitely. Uh, they were released under a High Court ruling. Uh, those who are deemed to be at a serious risk to the community will now be allowed to be re-detained through a judge's order. And that's the only way they will be fall short of what the opposition was clamouring for, which was basically to ignore the High Court ruling. Um, but at the same time, there are mutterings out there that this could also be subject to challenge. So we'll have a look at that in the new year. Uh, but that passed very late on Wednesday night. Uh, the year itself has been tumultuous for Labor. I mean, they started on a massive high and they've ended with their face planting, basically, into into Canberra's green grass. They, they're on a hiding to nothing, how much according that, to voters. How much of that is due hmm? to their own mismanagement and how much of it is due to cost of living and the difficulties that a lot of incumbent governments are facing? All of the above, Corin, but mainly I think the voters are punishing Albanese, the Prime Minister, and his government primarily for the fact that they have bought the opposition line that Albanese wandered off and concentrated too much on getting across the line the the referendum, the voice to parliament, and forgot about them and their cost of living struggles. It's not right, but nevertheless that's perception, and as we all know, um, perception becomes reality in politics, and that's the line that the opposition was was pushing out. And in this day and age where uh, people just take their information from sound bites and from perceptions that they get from a grab on the telly, that's the way voters are reacting and they've take, they've absorbed the line. And so we're at the halfway point in the election and uh, the government has a lot to, to build back up and they've only got 18 months to do it and they've got some serious challenges ahead next year, particularly on the economic front. I mean, they just seem to be caught in pincer movements all over the place and um, they are doing a lot underneath, but nobody's listening at the moment. And when voters tune out, that's when governments are in real danger. I mean, it's astonishing that we're talking about this 18 months after a phenomenal win from Labor, but uh, that's the nature of politics these days. And, you know, there was a... There was, an, there was a fantastic moment during the week. It was filled with pathos and poignancy. Um, a 50-year-old woman, um, an MP, a very much loved woman, uh, died of breast cancer. And the parliament on all sides eulogised her and talked about her, her great friendships and her loyalties and her kindness and her goodwill. And within half an hour, they'd gone back to absolutely punching the living lights out of each other verbally within parliament. And you think, wow. You know, she was only in the parliament for four years. She made a massive difference uh, in terms of the culture of the place. And now she's ignored her lessons. Thank you very much, Kerri-Ann. We'll talk Alan Jones uh, on Monday. Uh, Thank you for that. Uh, Yes, there's a bit of a scandal brewing over in Australia about Alan Jones. Uh, We'll have uh, on that.